Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. So this week is How to Let Go of the Story Part 2 and what an interesting discussion we had last week regarding Part 1. And what I think is so important is that we don't get sidetracked by the grammar comment and the numerous highly intelligent as well as beautifully emotionally intelligent responses. Thank you for those, everybody. And come back to what is really important about all of this. Understanding how to get out of the loop of repeat painful thoughts that are crippling our ability to experience our true life. In part one, there were foundations set in regard to the deeper understanding regarding addressing regurgitating trauma is not a mind job, it is in fact a body job. Because the emotional composition of our inner identity, our traumatic beliefs, are what is really responsible for our repeat painful thoughts. Understanding the following changes the healing game forever. More thinking is not going to heal overthinking. Less thinking is. Yet this is totally counterintuitive to our human conditioned experience because the last thing we were taught to do was self-partner. Come inside our own bodies and meet our emotions head on or rather body on, which is what it really needs to be. Instead, we've been taught to do anything but go inwards to be with our emotions. Eat comfort food, smoke a cigarette, go and have a drink with friends, get on social media, watch movies, work harder, have sex, ring someone. Whatever it is that is going to numb us out and away from our emotions and give our head a break. But is this healing anything? In regard to narcissistic abuse, which is extreme trauma that deeply impacts the inner identity, we discover it doesn't. Because as soon as we let up on the distraction that was taking us away from the inner trauma, trauma, we are back in it. And our head has started winding us up with all the self-defeating traumatic thoughts, ongoing questions and unresolved what-ifs. There is only one reason this vicious cycle persists. Because we still have trauma trapped in our body. Let's have a look at the difference between trying to think our way out of the trauma and shifting it out of our body. I want to really explain the difference. Let's take one of my reoccurring previous obsessive thoughts. Who is he with now? 
in the mind story, I was going through his Facebook account, trying to work out who she was and stalking pages, or doing drive-bys past his place, trying to see whose car was there, and spending hours upon hours in deep depression, fretting, imagining the worst. Imagine him making love to another woman in the bed we used to. Imagining him whining and dining her as he had me and having her fall for him, thinking he was the most wonderful man she had met ever. Some of my deepest fears were somehow he would be different with her. Maybe she was the woman who was going to get the goodies of what I thought originally was my dream man. At this point of my relationship with myself, others and life evolution, I was nowhere near knowing that I was capable of generating an amazing life directly with life. I wasn't on the field, let alone anywhere near the goals. I felt powerless. There were so many young, underdeveloped, not yet healed and grown up parts within me that I truly believed, without even realising it, that someone else had to provide my life for me. I was codependent, seeking myself from outside of myself and subconsciously trying to get a partner who would act as a parent instead of partnering myself enough to be a healthy partner and create a healthy relationship with another healthy partner. As you can imagine, my head was spinning with all the associated anguish regarding him not granting what I certainly wasn't granting myself. Love, approval, survival and security. Terrified that my supposed source of these things was going to start granting them to someone else. The feelings of being alone, powerless and empty were overwhelming. There was no ability to date to try to find a replacement, someone to love me out of my trauma. Then there was the constant agony about losing so much and not being in a position to rebuild, let alone meet someone who may love me, take the pain away and grant a sane, safe, abundant and healthy life. At this stage of my journey, I also believed stuff and assets to find me. How on earth could anyone love and accept me with very little because of losing so much when I certainly didn't love and accept myself without what I thought made me me? Here I was behind the eight ball regarding loving myself, let alone inspiring anyone else to waking up in the middle of the night most nights with yet another nightmare sweating profusely, suffering a panic attack and not knowing how to face the next day. It literally felt like I was going to die with no way out. And this is only some of the dozens of reoccurring, traumatising thoughts that used to batter me relentlessly. Many of the other thoughts were regarding what he'd done, the mental abuse, the physical abuse and threats and his abuse by proxy which had turned countless people as well as authorities against me. How could someone who professed undying love be so cruel and act like he wanted to destroy me? Yet the craving for him persisted. All of it came back to the same unhealed truth within me. I had made him responsible for my life. Because of the inner wounded child inside running my emotional inner identity, believing he needed to be. When he refused to be a saviour and instead played out the role of torturer, my inner identity, which was undeveloped and powerless, 
only let go when the pain of staying became worse than the terror of leaving, meaning when it became a life and death situation. The oscillation was insanity, keeping going back because of the obsessive thoughts that I could not survive without him and that I certainly did not have what it took to survive on my own. In these terribly limiting, traumatic, dependent beliefs, I was powerless to solidly pull away and be a healthy, solid being despite any amount of therapy, reading or learning. None of it stuck or held and time and time again there was this defaulting back to everything known being flung out the window to land back in powerless, triggered, panicked, feeling like dying without him state. Why? Because of the unhealed trauma wedged in my inner being. Fractures that have been there long before meeting the narcissist that represented every terror he was triggering. It was so huge. Trying to sort this out cognitively was total wrong town. And in regard to extreme trauma, it doesn't work for most other people either. Now let's look at the quantum way to heal, the way to circumnavigate the head, get into the body and get to the truth of what is really going on. This is a way that not only saved my life from certain demise, but also started to shape it in ways that changed everything to astounding new levels. It even increased how happy I thought I was before the abuse. I now know that level of happiness was precarious and superficial anyway compared to the true self-happiness that I experience now. Okay, so the terrible thought, who is he with now, would start up. So instead of thinking about these terrible thoughts, I knew it had to do with old traumas within that were being activated by him. So instead of giving analysis paralysis any energy, I instead turned inwards. How we connect to that is this, we feel inside of ourselves, accepting the traumas are somewhere within our body, they are not in our brain and the trauma won't heal until we go to it and heal it, we being the vital key, no one else is coming to do it for us, it is our inner being that is waiting and screaming out for ourselves, no one else. And the more we assign false substitutes to this task, the more we get anything but the healing. Rather, life and our soul hits us hard with continued patterns that traditionally intensify to hopefully evict us from that path. All for the purpose that we can come home to the only real truth there is, home to ourselves, which is the foundational and vital template that creates a healthy life with all of our life. So within, so without. What I discovered was this. The fastest, most direct route home was to release myself from trapped internal trauma by getting it up and out of my body and replacing it with love and healing. That was the only way the obsessive thoughts that I'd fruitlessly been trying to manage stopped. Here is the most important truth you could ever know about the thoughts that have been torturing you. When there is no trauma remaining, there is no thoughts happening about it because it just isn't there anymore. And I want you to really absorb that, understand that. When there is no trauma remaining, there is no thoughts happening about it because it just isn't there anymore. 
And once you do get it, you will know what your real mission to do is. So let's have a look at that mission. Locating the trauma in order to shift it. When I went inside my body, in regard to the terror of being alone, abandoned and replaced, there were many traumas I located in my body, primarily felt in my upper back and in my heart. What I discovered was the truth of why I was clinging, obsessing and couldn't let go and move on. It was because I did not feel safe in life. I didn't feel safe with men. I did not believe I was worth loving. I believed I was only lovable if I fulfilled certain conditions. I believed people who were supposed to love me would hurt me, even annihilate me. I believed I needed a man to survive regardless of whether or not he was respectful and caring or even abusive to me. I believed if I let go and was alone, I'd die. I believed that on my own I was worthless and there were many, many more. All of these traumatic, painful beliefs were inside me generating exactly what belief systems do, the validity of the belief to the letter. Here's how. I was scared of being with a man and I was scared of not being with a man. In that double bind, I was constantly living the personal reality of being unsafe and anxious in and out of relationships. I made choices and continually showed up in relationships in ways that was unloving to myself. I made choices out of relationships in ways that was unloving to myself. I was ignoring my intuition and letting my head talk me out of warnings and would make excuses based on my neediness. Instead, I clung no matter how much I was being hurt. When I finally had to let go, I was pining, feeling like I was dying and obsessing continually. I remained in the stranglehold of this pattern with it intensifying all the way to narcissistic abuse, the big bad wolf until I healed where it was really all going on, at the level of belief, at the level of internal wedge trauma. When I discovered and channeled how to heal with quantum freedom healing, my life was never the same again because finally I got free of the traumas, the terrible thoughts and all of the anxiety and depression which I thought was my normal life existence to continually battle and try to survive. In stark contrast, I discovered it was never the way any of us are intended to live life. Not me, not you, not anyone. Previous life in my head was all to do with the narcissist, what he'd done and the terror of him moving on with another woman, as well as my own helplessness, worthlessness and powerlessness. The new life, being deeply self-partnered, was only ever about releasing myself from my inner trauma. It was through my previous unhealed wounds that I had assigned narcissists as the saviour of these wounds rather than realise they were the messengers of them instead. The message being, release the trauma and become your own source of love, acceptance, survival and security. And then you will generate wholesome and healthy relationships with others. Then... You will no longer be so empty and powerless that you will cling to people even when they hurt you. And you will love yourself enough to never again attach to false substitutes. Since then, I have never stopped shifting trauma out of my body. 
if I get a negative thought occur that it is in that is in any way persistent or a negative emotion surface. I go into my body with quantum freedom healing to find the dense traumatic energy I'm holding, load it up and shift it up and out. Why would I not do this? When I know my life just gets better and better and better as a result, continually expanding and becoming more abundant, loving, joyful and magical. And for those of you who have never seen my shifts happen, YouTube clips, you, there's a link that will be on the blog article where you can go there and start seeing them because that will grant you a better understanding of what quantum freedom healing is and how it works. Let's have a look at turning inwards. I want you to try this. I want you to think of something in your life that is a reoccurring painful thought and then close your eyes, open your body and breathe deeply and take your attention inside yourself. And then you're going to state to yourself, somewhere in my body is going to light up with this trauma I have wedged inside me. And then it will. You just need to trust this. It will feel like a dull or sharp ache, a sinking feeling, or even a somatic painful sensation. It may feel heavy like a depression or even dread. Where is it? Is it in your heart, your solar plexus, your back, or maybe the pit of your stomach? Maybe the dense energy is so big that it feels like it is under your skin everywhere throughout your body. So just really feel it. So then ask this part of you, wherever the energy is in your body, with love and kindness as if you were talking to a small hurt child who you adore, how old are you? And be conscious that you're trying to get in contact with a previous underdeveloped part of yourself who still feels incapable of being a source to self and who still feels powerless in a particular area. In the area to do with what this trauma is about that you're in contact with right now. And trust your answer. It will come to you through intuition, not logical analysis could be a feeling such as the flash of a number or a memory. It will be however your subconscious chooses to communicate with you. And this communication may be loud and clear or barely audible. If we've been in our heads disconnected from our emotional self for all our life, which I put my hand up to previously, then this inner communication may take time. It can take dedicated, devoted effort on your part for your inner being to start trusting you and partnering with you with information. But oh gosh, it is so worth persisting. So trust what you're being given and write down the age. If you receive the intuition of multiple ages, write down the youngest one. Then ask this part of yourself, sweetheart, or whatever term of endearment feels right for you. What is this about? And do this with the loving intent to listen. Be present, not judge, and to offer love and healing. Be super present. Information may come, scenes, feelings, or maybe words of pain and fear. Write the information down. 
And what you will find is the age-appropriate wounds and terrors we suffered as little people that were never held and healed back to wholeness. The wounds that we've been carrying forward with us and still generating unconsciously in our life as adults. By meeting people who not only bring forth the dynamic reality of these unhealed wounds, but who are also carrying similar wounds of their own. There is only one way out of that dance of love destruction. Heal our own wounds back to wholeness. We may attempt that with loving intent or much inner child work and affirmations and most definitely that can provide some in the moment healing and relief such as what you can do right now if you are not working with quantum freedom healing. You can be present with these wounds and offer your love, compassion and deep validation for the trauma that your inner being has suffered. Yet if we have intense and numerous traumas in our inner beings, which is very likely when we reach the make or break deal of narcissistic abuse, we may need some help to get past our constantly triggered obsessive thoughts as well as the symptom of the traumas such as post-traumatic stress disorder still wedged in our being. The shackles and blocks that can make it so difficult to fight our way out of the quagmire. And it can be very difficult to clear space to reprogram our inner identity. Just as it is very difficult to drive a Ferrari into a garage that is blocked off with a rusty old wreck or put ice cream on top of poop and think we can have an enjoyable dessert. Quantum freedom healing creates the brain bypass as the powerful game changer that gets the job done. Hence why you will hear so many people and myself constantly referring to NARP and NARPing because quantum freedom healing modules are in the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program. What we realize when we start coming out of the trance of living life from the outside in, which was the obsessive thinking about everything, and instead start living life from the inside out, going directly to the traumas to release and heal ourselves instead is there is no point continuing to indulge in analysis paralysis when we continually experience that it only compounds the issues. Why would we try to think our way out of trauma when the thinking is only at the consciousness level of the trauma in our inner being? And we wonder why on earth weren't we taught all along that this was never the real way to heal ourselves? Let's have a look at this section. What if I know this, but my head continues to get in the way? Some of you people working with an art program may be saying, I know all of this. I know the trauma is in my body, but what if my head derails me and takes me out and I can't do shifts? Our egoic mind tries to control. It doesn't like giving control up because it is insecure about its existence. Our ego obsesses, wants guarantees and answers now. It doesn't like surrendering over to our superconscious, which always holds and generates the perfect imprint of well-being, expansion and joy for us. Also, our egoic mind loves to play victim. It likes to forego personal responsibility by making everything and everyone else responsible for our pain, rendering us helpless to shift out of and release our trauma because in the ego hold our focus is not where our only power lies inside of us in the obsessive loop thoughts we can be stuck in this trap such as these facebook posts demonstrate 
which of course are common when trauma is trapped in someone's inner being, generating the thoughts that match that trauma. And I have great compassion for those in the agony still trapped there because I myself was in this torturous prison for long enough to nearly kill me. And it is my greatest wish to help people get out of it, just as I have. And this is what some people have shared. The greatest struggle I had was with the acceptance that the nice person I adored never even existed and also that he did most things to deliberately hurt me and as a form of punishment. Another struggle I still have is that when he knew about my past abuse and did not even think twice to re-traumatise me. I was told today that I've basically screwed his life. We aren't together, but now I feel awful and sad. We have minimal contact, but even that little bit sends me right back to where I started. It's horrible. I think it's mainly anger that keeps bringing my mind back to it. I have antidotes for when I feel frustrated, resentful or the desire to control and they serve me well. But my antidote for anger lets me down. Now and then out of nowhere I feel intense bursts of anger and I find myself in my head really giving him and them a piece of my mind. I was discarded again after an 18 year relationship with a very mentally, emotionally abusive narc who, tr who triangulated me with his estranged wife. 18 months free of the monster and I'm still stuck with so much self-hate and living in a land of depression. I hate that I can't find my way to start a new life. I so badly want to write my story. I need help. Yeah, and this is common. This is what happens when we're still in the egoic mind stories and we haven't started healing at the level of belief. That's what happens. I was there, I know what it's like. When we realize the ego's game, we recognize it's like a cancer, it's a parasite and it wants to live off the toxic, dense energy in our body. It doesn't want us to heal and it tries to block that happening. All egos eventually destroy their host because they destroy life force. The ego is our internal narcissist, making out it serves us and protects us, but is destroying us instead. How do we rid ourselves of ego? The same way we do a narcissist. We free ourselves of all of the internal trauma that allows it to attach within us and feed. When you release your internal trap trauma, your ego dissolves away with it. To dissolve your ego away means you have to bypass your head, get into your body and access and shift the trauma out that is feeding your ego. Your ego's domain is in your head. If you've been suffering from ego takeover, which is painful thoughts, then your head needs to be much less involved. Here is a list of points to help you. And this is uh, the NARP people that are working on their shifts, that are still struggling with this. When accessing a trauma in your body, if the story pulls you into it, then stop with getting information about what it is and simply feel the energy of it in your body. Do your shifts from there with no information until you can access information without getting dragged into it. Know this. You are accessing information only to be able to feel the charge of the trauma in your body. If you feel the charge, then there is not even a need to find the age or the information about it. Load up the trauma and shift it out with the process. And with your inner child, see him or her as however he or she appears. 
that's all you have to do. To heal any trauma, there is nothing to learn, only traumatic energy to shift up and out and well-being to bring in. It is interesting and informative to get the information about it, but in no way is it necessary. Don't run from the emotion charge that appears in your body and don't judge it. When you've claimed a trauma in your body and feel it, which is totally necessary to heal it, what is necessary is to just be with it fully and unconditionally as you would a child you adore who comes to you with intense pain if you're being a conscious parent. Hold the trauma by feeling it fully, being super present, body open and breathing and just be with it, heart open with love. Don't talk up a victim story about it such as, this is horrible, this is shocking. Stop doing that. In stark contrast to trying to divorce yourself from negative emotions, leaving trauma there to feed your ego. Say to yourself in the painful triggers, I bless and accept this feeling because it is leading to my greater liberation and mean it with all your being. For you to go quantum and leave behind the victim egoic mind perspective forever, which is going to accelerate your healing journey beyond description, that last point is vital. I'm going to read it again. In stark contrast to trying to divorce yourself from negative emotions, which is leaving trauma there to feed your ego, say to yourself in the painful triggers, I bless and accept this feeling because it is leading to my greater liberation and mean it with all of your being. And then self-partner, go inwards and free yourself from the trauma. Now you are living your life as you were always intended to evolving yourself beyond who you were being into the next highest version of yourself because every time you release trauma and bring in well-being as a replacement which is what the quantum freedom healing process in the NARP program does for you all of that energy you had locked down trying to survive your wounds is unleashed to be available for love creation inspiration and miracle this is when your life starts taking off in ways that you simply did not have access to before as the old self. When you start living as a new self, you will see you are finally living. Let's have a look at this. To do is to know. And this is really quite profound. This 180 degree turn in the way you live may be something your mind will demand proof of before trying. But there is no way to get that. It is a reality that has to be experienced to be known. As was stated in this brilliant post by Christy last week in part one. What Mel described going into the body is something you have to experience. It cannot be understood by words. Like this experience cannot be understood by describing it with words. To know and not to do is not to know. I can now describe, speak about my experiences without having a physical reaction. It is now just a situation I went through in the past. But in fact, I don't speak of it because it's not relevant now. Do the body work and your life will become stable again and your concentration will settle back to normal. I did not for two years and now I am free and happy. I smile with my heart again. I think sometimes we don't believe we're doing it right, not. 
but one day it just all clicks into place and we start to notice we're grounded and stable again and like we don't know when the abuse took over the same happens with being stable and happy again it just happens we don't really notice I think it's good to reflect every few months of progress because there is always progress keep going keep smiling NARPAs which is beautiful encouragement Many NARPAs in this community have discovered the same, just as I did. But of course, you don't have to take my word for it. Your mind, that's if you haven't started working your life from the inside out yet. Your mind may want to research and there's nothing wrong with being sceptical. So please do some research and read the many regular comments of people who are doing that inner work in this community, living this reality. And you will start to sense what is possible for you. Most importantly, try to connect to your cellular inner knowing. What does all of this information feel like to you? Some part of us always knows the truth. That was exactly the part of us that always knew better when we were connected to the narcissist. Our inner knowing was screaming and warning us something feels really wrong here. But it was our egoic mind that wanted a different reality. Because of the parts of ourselves not yet healed back to wholeness, the insecure, scared parts that didn't know how to let go, heal and generate for ourselves a healthy, solid and real reality. Your inner being is no different to any other human beings. It can heal. When you release and replace the trapped internal trauma, no matter what your life circumstances presently are, then you, your thoughts and your life must shift its quantum law. That is what the Thrive Away is all about. So I hope you have enjoyed part two as the conclusion to this series. And as always, I look forward to answering your questions and your comments on the blog, blog.melanietoniaevans.com. And uh, it'll be wonderful to uh, connect with you there. So that's it for this week. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.